What's up, awesome baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I'm Shannon. And I'm Abby. Same girls, different location. I feel so weird right now. I feel like a news anchor. I feel like a different person. Like, I, I can't stop. I'm like giddy. I know. I feel weird. You I just like can't say. Okay, so we are in a new studio. Yeah, we kind of alluded to something new coming on our story last week. A few of you actually guessed it. A few of you, I you know, I posted this little tiny photo and in the back and the way, way back, if you squinted your eyes really hard, <laughs> you could see the TV garden. Yes. And even then, like that's not even a hint, but some of you guessed it. So I feel like we definitely talked about this like so long ago, but it's finally here. The moment we've been waiting for. It is upon us. Yeah. So for those of you who've been following from the beginning, honestly, like I'm a little emotional just thinking about it because we started this podcast in my living room Mm -hmm. with your iPhone 12. Whatever number it was. Posting on YouTube. And I'm still a little upset that those videos are like out to the public. (laughs) Like I think about that sometimes. We can find them. Yeah. Um... And obviously, eventually, we signed on with Big Night, and we got the opportunity to be um, in the studio that they created, um, like, right near, like, South Station, which was great. And it was, like, kind of in their, like, corporate offices. But they had, like, a podcast studio, which was awesome. And honestly, like, better than what we thought we'd ever get. Yeah. And for the past, like, year or two, they've been talking, kind of teasing, like, hey, like, there is something coming, like, a professional studio that's coming. So we've been waiting for this moment for probably, like, a year and a half to two years we didn't know the details, but we knew that it was going to be a lot more, like, in the public. I feel like yeah. we were, like, tucked away in our, like, cozy studio. We were, like, no in our knows. groove. No one could see <laughs> us. It didn't matter what we looked like, except when, you know, people on TikTok would call us ugly. But, guys, this studio, we are literally in the TD Garden right now. It's insane. There are floor-to-ceiling windows, and there are people walking by that can literally see us recording. It's, like, kind of distracting, <laughs> but I'm kind of here for it. I never— like, I literally am so happy, but I never thought this would actually happen. Like, I'm I'm freaking out. Do you know in a month, it's our three-year drinks after work anniversary with Big Night? Wait. Literally in a month. Wait, that's so cute. Next month. We should celebrate. We shall. Like, we should go on, like— what we're going to do, but We should do something special. I agree. But I first want to give a huge congratulations to Chris Costa, the entire call— card vault team the whole big night team because without them we literally wouldn't be here um yeah basically for those of you guys that don't know card vault and peter chime in if i'm completely butchering this but card vault is where you can buy sports cards and they do like live streams where you can like buy it while they're like live streaming it and then they like you like don't know what you're gonna get you're buying blind and then they open it for you live and then they mail it to you. And it's like this cool, fun experience. But they yeah. just opened up their third location. So they have one already at Patriot Place. They have one at Foxwoods. And then this is their third location. So without them, the studio wouldn't be here. So huge congratulations. And it's just amazing to see how far they've come in the yeah. past few years. And I'm just very fortunate we are very fortunate to reap the benefits of that yeah this is literally insane like I, I'm literally people watching right now and people are looking in here wait if you live in the Boston area come check it out it's actually really actually, cute no. like you bring your boyfriend you can, like, walk by and see it from the outside it's bring like, your brother we record Wednesdays yeah between like 7 30 and 8 30 p.m so if you happen to be like walking by come come like wave through the window sometimes like, I love it's Monday this. sometimes it's Tuesday but catch us on a Wednesday morning. yes and 
honestly too, like we had this whole vision where it's like, we're in the new studio. We have like a lot of like fun updates coming your way. We haven't had a guest in, I don't even know how long, but like we're like, time. okay, we need to bring some guests into the studio. Cause like it deserves one. I agree. Let us know guys. Like we have been brainstorming who we want to have on, but we don't want to just bring on anyone. We want someone that you guys will enjoy. Right. Like someone you're to. interested in. Yeah. Yeah. So DM us. We're open to having whoever you guys recommend on if you guys have a connection and can intro us even better. If you guys could just do all the work for us. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like we like got into a groove just doing it with the two of us and it's been right. like so fun. But obviously like there are people out there that, like we're interested in. So yeah, let us know if there's anyone that you'd want to have on the show. But it's so exciting. It's like a new era. It is. It is. I haven't seen you... Was it since my birthday or... We saw we each other last, last week. week. Because we? you and Mystery Man like cooked us dinner like that Thursday <gasps> night. Oh my god! I so last about yeah, that. last week that was fun. I forgot about that. You know what I liked about that is it was impromptu. Oh my god! Mystery Man texted me at like maybe two p.m. on a Thursday and was like, "Hey, yeah, so I invited like five of our closest friends over <laughs> for dinner. Um, no idea what we're gonna serve, and we have no groceries, but um, I'll meet you at home." And so we both left work early to like. I just cleaned up the house. He went grocery shopping and just prepped everything. But those are like the best nights. I know. It was so fun. We literally went over. Mystery Man grilled up some steaks. Like you, you made some like veggies. Pasta salad. Pasta salad. Mm -hmm. And there was just like, yeah, seven of us there. We went up to your roof deck. Yeah. Caitlin just moved into the same building that yep. um, Gail and Mystery Man live in. So I literally felt like we were on an episode of Friends. Like everyone's just like neighbors with each other. Grilled up there. Went to their apartment, like, chilled. We left at, like, I don't know, like, 9.30, 10-ish. Mm -hmm. It was just such a good night. It like, was. Like, I really, I love experiences like that. Just, like, spending some time together. It doesn't have to be this, like, big dramatic, which we do as well. But it didn't yeah. have to be this big crazy more thing where we, like, go out all night. It was just like, hey, let's just spend some time together, like, catch up, have some laughs. And then we just went on our merry way. But how was your weekend? What did I do this past week? I actually didn't do much this past weekend. It was very much a chill, low-key, do adult things. Like I went to the storage unit. I swapped out all my summer clothes from my fall and winter clothes. Yes. I got my skis for the season. I like Ooh. rented. For, guys, $200 for a six-month ski rental. If you are renting skis every weekend that you go skiing, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's amazing. 200 for the whole six months. Wow. Amazing. Brand new skis too. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I haven't seen you before that since my birthday at Zuma. Yeah. I keep forgetting we didn't record last week. Yeah. We were switching studios. Yeah. So we went to, um, I know last time we recorded, it was like the day before your birthday, but we ended up right. going to Zuma, which was, I had a really good time. I was nervous because it's like probably my favorite restaurant in Boston. Are you afraid I was going to hate it? Those of you that follow the pod know that, Gail is like, she's particular. I'm not easily impressed. I didn't know impressed. what you were going to think. So I was like, I love she it. literally hates my favorite restaurant? No, know? I think I think hurt. it's like my top three now. Okay. I don't know what the other two are. Bacha. Bacha probably. Even. Aria. Yeah, Aria. And then okay. Zuma. Wait, yeah. I love how I just told you that. <laughs> like, I just was like, <laughs> Telling hey, me my is top what your three. favorite is. <laughs> no, but I think you nailed it. I'm trying to think like if they would be like in that order. But no, it was really good. The food was amazing. It's definitely a place for special occasions. Yeah. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's not budget friendly. No. But it the ambiance there, the service. I'm not kidding. We got the, um. it was like 
truffle edamame and the amount of times that they came over to empty the shell dish yeah i was like oh my god you don't need to work this hard they are a well-oiled machine like well-oiled. This, they the give most, you like, moist you think, towelettes you think of something yeah they bring the warm towelettes oh, yeah like i feel like that's just like class the service um, is really good the second i would think about something someone would come over and bring it to me i, and I was know like, how did you know i know yeah i was no, very i honestly very had such a good time well yeah i'm glad and then and then we had my birthday. Well, I say we, you weren't there. But I had my birthday weekend. I felt like I Maine. was there. The photos of Mystery Man on a horse. I can't stop looking at it. I know. It is, it was, I want to get it like framed and like put in my apartment. I'm right there with you. It was his <laughs> first time on a horse. But I will say like we were not in Wyoming anymore. Oh. Like I, okay. It's so hard being me. I know this is not like a normal experience, but if it is for anyone else, like please like DM me so I know I'm not alone. But I could not stop thinking about how gross the helmets are and how I was afraid that they were going to give me lice. And like the whole week following, what? I was uncontrollably scratching my head. No. <laughs> okay, so they tell you to like Why pick you a get helmet. That in your head in the first Because, place? okay, so they tell you to pick a helmet. And so the first one I pick up had a spider in it. And I was like, fuck that. I okay, put it back so that down. It's in your head. And I was like, oh my God, ew. And then I was just looking at them and I was like, is this horse hair or dog hair? Because this is not human hair in this. And I was like, well, they definitely don't clean them every single time. And then you started like going down. And then spiraling. Hole. Yeah. Okay. No, we had a two hour session and I asked the guy to go back after an hour. No. And I shortened it because I was spiraling that Because bad. of the helmet, not because of like the horseback riding or anything like that. It was straight up because of the helmet. A little bit of both, but like primarily the helmet. Did you I guys know. not enjoy horse- horseback riding like in general? Um, it's just like not for you. It's it's just Maine, you know, like the trail was like nothing special, which I was kind of disappointed about, but like whatever. Um, and my horse was kind of like a little stubborn. Like, he kept eating on the job, and, like, you're supposed to, like, pull their head up, and, like, eating on the he job. was way too strong, and I was like, excuse me, sir, like, my horse isn't listening to me. Like, I'm scared. Okay. And they also don't have um, Western saddles. Right. So that was really scary. I was kind of scared. Okay. What do they have? Just, like, English, which doesn't have, like, a thing in the middle. Right. For you to hold on. You're kind of just balancing. Yeah, that makes sense. It's... It's so funny because I used to be very into horseback riding. I think I told you that. It's like I wanted Wait, to be no. like a professional horseback rider when I was younger. An equitarian? Yeah. <laughs> and equestrian. <laughs> I knew I said And that. I was going to ignore it, but I was like, I can't. <laughs> um, so when I was younger, like I really was like, I'm going to go pro. Like I don't even know what that would entail, but I, I was like eight. I was like, I'm going to go such pro. such an expensive I'm hobby. I'm going to go all the way. Oh, yeah. But there was a few times where, like, the horse will, like, throw you off. And the horses are amazing, but they're they're animals, right? So they can get, like, creeped out by things. Like, yeah. who knows? And they can have, like, their moments. They can have off days. And I remember my dad just told me one day, he was like, listen, like, I support you in, like, your journeys. But you're putting your life into the hands of a horse. Of a thousand Of a, like, of a animal that could, like, at any point do something that could, like, endanger your life and he's and obviously the horses were so sweet but like there was multiple instances where like a horse like bucked one of us off like in front of it and it was like you know trotting towards us you got bucked off a horse yeah and it stopped well it would happen all the time because we would like do jumps like we would like be like cantering galloping like going over jumps like we were like legit training for competitions my sister and I it was like pretty intense and Sometimes you'd like get bucked off or like fall off the horse and stuff. And there was like times when if the horse didn't stop when did it did you did, break any bones? No. Oh my god. But I remember he was like, "You can keep doing this, but it's honestly kind of freaking me out." And like, what about like tennis? 
<laughs> yeah, what about And I remember sport? like I'm straight up like next the next week I was in tennis lessons and I never rode a horse again. Honestly though, horseback riding is football to to boys. Like it's dangerous so, for why? Like yeah. so dangerous. Why yeah, are we yeah. do, why are you subjecting ourselves to that? I know. Um but how have you been? How was your weekend? I didn't see you. I know. I'm I'm like honestly Michael and I had a fall weekend. I was like we are doing a fall week like once a year. Like, I want one weekend. Yeah. With well, it goes by so quick. You have to. Exactly. I was like, I just want uh, one weekend, just the two of us. Um, didn't end up fully happening. Friday, I got um, dinner with Janine. He got dinner with the boys, which, like, oh, yeah. I loved being able to do that, which I'm, like, very, very happy um, that we didn't. Because at first, we were going to, like, leave. We were going to go away to somewhere for, like, a fall-type vibe weekend. And then we were like, let's just stay in Boston. Like, we've been running around way too much lately. And then I got dinner with Janine. And then we ended up running into the boys on their, like, men of means night. I had FOMO. I know. I, like, I was, like, do I text Gail? But it was, like, so late at that point. I, I wouldn't like, have gone anyways. And they were just, like, <laughs> they were being, like, I, like, didn't particularly want to be around them. Like, I love them. But I was, like, this no, is No, Mr. Man my- told me you left, like, shortly. We went to, well, we went to Moxie's. To Moxie's. Honest, I know we've talked about Moxie's before. Truly cannot recommend enough. Aside from the fact that I ran into every single person from UNH and their sister, like, and their dad. Other than that, which wasn't bad. Like, there was obviously, like, nice people. But it was so fun. They were playing such good music. Like, I feel like it's become the new, like, committee. Ooh. In a sense. Like, so many people are there. And we're going there this, this Friday. Friday. Yeah. Um, but we haven't, like, really tried the food yet. So we can't speak Yeah, on we that. can't speak on the food. But, like, the vibe. The like, a good, like, drinks. bar spot. Yeah. Um, we always say, like, if you're single and you want to go out and, like, you know, be in a spa where there's, like, some cuties. Like, I feel like you should go there. The girls were dressed really cute. Um, so, yeah, definitely a good vibe. Highly recommend. Went there Friday and then Saturday we did, like, fall things. Um, it was, like, honestly a chill Apple weekend. Picking? Public picking? No, we didn't do any of that. Like, I, we, like, said that we would. I met up with my parents on Sunday, which Aww. was really nice. But, yeah, we just had, like, a chill weekend. I feel like there's been so much, like— a lot of weddings lately, a lot of traveling, like being out of the city. And I feel like the best time to be in Boston is in the fall. So sometimes I'm like, wait, I need to prioritize being here when I can because there's so much stuff coming up that we have. People to, like, literally plan. come to us. Yes. To I was spend thinking time that here. the other day. I'm like, I am here we again, are am jetting off to like a different place. But people are literally coming here right now. Like they want to be here. Uh-huh. So like, why don't I try to be here? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was a good weekend. I am... Super excited, though, for two reasons. Okay. First, I am so excited. So I think we talked about this on the podcast like a month or two ago. I am obsessed with this workout. It's called Solid Core. And you sent me the link like two months ago being like, Shannon, they're opening one in Seaport. I've been so bummed because I had to stop going to Solid Core because it's like… Far. Inconvenient. Yeah, the, the, the late… Like the closest location is in the south end which is like a 10 minute drive for me and they don't have showers there so I literally can't go before right. work and like make it to you know freaking Andover on time <laughs> yeah. so I just had to stop going and then me being the brat that I am I was like well I just don't really like other workouts so I'm just gonna like stop working out <laughs> for two months which probably hasn't been great for my mental health so I'm like happy to like get like blow off some steam yeah but it finally opened. Like, I got the email and everything. And it's in walking distance. Right? I am freaking out. It's a five-minute walk for me. and That's amazing. I, like, just found out, like, two days ago. All of a sudden, I get an email. And they're like, guess what? Like, we're open. So, I've been waiting all summer for this moment. And I was so excited. I booked a class yesterday. 
a 5 a.m. class because I had an 8 a.m. An 8 a.m. meeting I had to go to. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to bed at 9 p.m. I'm going to wake up at 4.30, make it to my 5.30 class, and then go in. I had to, like, present at this, like, leadership conferencing that we had at work. I was like, I'm doing all these things. It's happening. It's going to be the best day ever. And then I slept through my alarm and slept through my— Because it was 5 a.m. I know. I would, too. I remember—so yesterday, I was so disappointed in myself and so down on myself. Did you sleep through it? Yeah, because I slept through the clock. Like, how much did you sleep through it? Like, like you my woke alarm up went off, and I'm sure I, like, just hit snooze without even remembering it because it was 4.30 in the morning, yeah. and my brain was like, you were not waking up. Which, like, in hindsight, why did I even book a 5 a.m. class? That's stupid. I shouldn't have done that. But I think, like, I was so excited. Like, I've been waiting for this all summer, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get back on my— I used to be so into working out. I've, like, really fallen behind the ball on it. Like, I developed, like— I think I've talked about this, like, an unhealthy relationship with working out at one point, and I was like, I'm going to take a break from it because— it's getting toxic and I want to start working out again when I'm at a place where I'm like, hey, I want to do this because I enjoy it, which I used to enjoy it, not because I want to look a certain way and not because I want to like punish myself. I'm going to do it because I like it. And I felt like I was finally in that place again. The studio was opening and then I slept through my first class and I was so down on myself yesterday. I felt like my like day got started on the worst foot. I was just like instantly, I felt like my brain gravitated towards like toxic thoughts of well, you know what, Shannon, like maybe like you just shouldn't even try. Like maybe you just like aren't someone that can wake up early in the morning anymore. Maybe you like you, you've lost it. And I was so down on myself and feeling just like, wow, like I, there's something wrong with me. Like I can't wake up early. I can't get out of bed in the morning. What's wrong with me? And then I was like, no, like I'm not going to let myself feel like that. So I booked another class this morning and I actually went. What time? Six. Okay, much better. Yeah. And I actually <laughs> went and I was like so, so, so happy that I did. I was like, okay, good. Like, I can't Was it glistening with sparkles and magic? It was so good. It was such a, such a good class. They play like dope music. I think I've talked about it before, but it's like a, a more intense version, version of Pilates. And anyways, I just felt like sometimes with anything, starting is the hardest part. Like getting into a new routine. Like right now, like, I feel like I sound different like being in the studio because we don't have our headsets and really nope. messing with me, but like whatever. I feel like starting something is the hardest part and then you figure it out. So yeah, happy about that. Well, I'm and then happy my passport came in. <gasps> Yay. Oh my God, you should have led with that. When right? did you get it? That was um, so quick. Literally yesterday, my mom like just sent me a picture and was like, wait, like this came in the mail. Are you relieved? I'm freaking out. I thought it was going to be like, you know, me like drama- filled life I thought it was gonna be like down to the wire and it was gonna be like a week before London when do you leave again I don't leave like a couple weeks like 8th of November or something so you have time to spare I have like time to spare look at that right I'm I'm happy now you can just focus on like packing I know and like maybe not wait to the last minute and our New York trip yeah oh yeah I forgot about that. We, we need to get the ball rolling. Yeah, we have to get the ball rolling. We'll do that. We get the ball rolling. All right, let's dive into drunk deeds. Wait, before we dive into drunk deeds. I just deets, said dive into dunk. We're going to drive. Drunkity dunkity deeds. Really quick, I've been spending a lot of money. I feel like oh. you need to take away like my credit card and like my phone because it's always late at night in bed when I'm scrolling. Yeah. Have you heard of the Clean Skin Club? This is not an ad, by the way. I feel like it is an ad or spam. Have you heard of the Clean Skin Club? Are you setting me up for something? No. No, I haven't. Okay, so— But I want to, you know? I just just spent, like, a stupid amount of money on freaking— They're, like, clean products? No. 
It's literally just something for you to wipe your face with after you wash it. So what are you talking about? So like they're literally just hand, like they're like towels. Wait, you pull up their webpage and the first thing I see is this these will sell out. <laughs> like what is They're this? literally just so they're extra exfoliating, extra absorbent, um 100% USDA bio-based clinically tested vegan towels. So they're supposed to like gently exfoliate your face and then they're supposed to like improve your skin texture, but like the whole premise behind them is like um like if you're constantly washing your face and then using like the same hand towel, like that's just like putting more bacteria back onto your face that you just. Oh, okay, okay. So they're they're to like dry your face off yeah. after you wash it. Yeah, I thought even it's like a skin like a product. That no, 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 no. It's literally towel. just so it says. The dual-sided textured towel has one raised dot pattern side that gently exfoliates and the other smooth side for delicate makeup removal and finishing. They're built to last, <laughs> making them the ultimate countertop companion for anyone who strives okay. to keep their skin as clean and healthy I have as possible. Heard about, I have heard about that. I feel like there's girls out there on, on towelettes. Yeah. That's on like, insane. It, so I bought like the little box. Why don't you that just buy like some tissue, tissues? Isn't that the same thing? If you were to buy tissues and just like dry your face with those. I don't know, dude. I But I got like, I got a hundred of them. So that's like a hundred face washes. And then I got a couple travel things that I could just throw in my bag when I travel. They're like little ones. So I bought that. We'll see. They haven't come in yet. <laughs> um, and amazing. then have you heard of Branch Basics? No. Literally every freaking podcast in the world like that gets sponsorships, talks about them. And if they like want to sponsor sponsored. us. What yeah, totally. Like drinks after work promo code, hit us up. But it's basically just like, like Skinny Confidential talks about every single podcast is talking about them. And what I is finally it? caved. It's just like an all natural cleaning product. So basically like, oh. <laughs> I, I don't like anticlimactic. I know, I know. But I know a lot of people like have heard about it recently. And so I finally used it for the first time. Basically you have the option of, Picking between like glass bottles or plastic bottles. I obviously splurge for the glass. Um, but it's just like you use it for different like things. There's like an all purpose one, but basically it's just one solution and then you just fill it with water like in the bottle for at different levels. Like if it's for like the bathroom, you fill it like this high and this high. If it's for the kitchen and this high, whatever. And Mr. Man was using it the other day and he was like, you know, I kind of like don't like that like it doesn't smell clean because it has no like scent to it. Right. And he was like, it's, it's not natural. satisfying anymore. He was like, is it really clean? Like, I don't know. And I'm yeah, like, that's a good point. I feel been like that like to like think that like, like that super intense, like toxic smell. Like we yeah. associate that with clean, like yeah. the chemicals and the bleach and all that. Clorox so wipes, bad everything. for us. Yeah. But like it smells clean. Yeah. And even like Mrs. Myers, like is supposed to be clean, but it's like not no, really because yeah. it's like pumped with like fragrances, but like oh, yeah. they smell amazing. But so like, that's like an adjustment that like I'm like working on right now. Cause I'm like trying to be a little bit cleaner. Yeah. But it's I honestly, know. I went through a, period of time where I was like obsessed with like clean ingredients that was I feel like a toxic period of the of the podcast we've definitely had some toxic eras on here for sure Mm, for sure but like when we are really into like I remember I got so crazy not it wasn't even just like food it was like straight up like skincare I didn't enter that era no fragrances no like toxins I was reading the labels on everything I was like putting everything into what's like that the app that I would use yuka Yuka, which I yeah. still use sometimes, to be honest. But I got so insane. I was I was literally throwing everything away. And there are some habits I kept, like the all-natural deodorant. Yep. Because 
I really don't think you should be putting like a lot of aluminum on your underarms. But I got to the point where I didn't experience like smelling any fragrance in my skincare, in my makeup. Like I would, I didn't even wear fragrance anymore. And then I was like, wait, like I actually, I like when things smell nice. Like I like putting on, like I like the fact that like my cleanser like has a nice little like fragrance to it with essential oils. And like maybe it could be healthier, but like I feel like I was giving everything up for the sake of health. Yeah. And then I was like, but there's so many things out there that like are killing people that we don't even know about. So like, why don't we just be happy? Even if you're not ready to like give up, like for like perfume specifically, like I know that like it's, it's literally known that it's like a hormone disruptor. It's like not good for you. But like if you just spray it on your clothes instead of your skin, like you can still get the benefit of like smelling nice and like you don't have to like give it up completely. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But like obviously to your point, like cleansers, you can't really go around. I don't know. And then lastly, I did like a really big haul. Maybe I'll do a TikTok haul. Who knows? Ooh. Feeling feeling fresh and new in here. Um, <laughs> Symbiotica, have you heard of it? Yes. That's actually one I've been meaning to try, but it's so expensive. It's so expensive. That I was like, I don't know if I'm in the mood. I know. I Like I said, I was scrolling late at night one night and I still haven't gotten it yet. But that's supposed to be good for your mood, right? There's, they have so many different things. So obviously everyone has seen like the vitamin C packets that you just like pop in your mouth. And like, I don't know if it's like a gel or something. It's like all over TikTok. But um, I got that. And then I got like vitamin B12 and B6. I got glutathione because someone on TikTok said it was good for you. I got the magnesium. I got vitamin D3. Are you going to take that all every morning? Uh Huh? I don't know what my... I get like that sometimes with supplements where... I, well, I better because I spent $300. <gasps> I know. Oh, my I goodness. Know. So I get like that sometimes with supplements where I'll start with one and I'm like, okay, you know, this person told me that vitamin C is going to like solve all my problems. And then all of a sudden they're like, but it really doesn't really make a difference unless you combine it with vitamin D2. So yeah, I'm like, or that's D3. how they get you. And then they're like, plus like a B complex. And oh my gosh, you can't forget about your zinc and your trace minerals. And before I know it, I wake up in the morning Twenty pills, and my sister is like, what are you an 80 year old woman? Like you are literally taking like 30 pills and I'm like on the verge of throwing up because I haven't eaten anything yet. And then I like do that for a month and then I'm like, it's not working. And I stop. And then I just, and things take time, $500 and all this stuff. I stopped doing it. So not only did I spend the money, but I didn't give it enough time to see if it was going to work. But then it's also like, I'm taking so many supplements that if something is working, I don't know what it is that's working. True. Like, so you just have to take it Yeah, because everyone has like different things that works, but then it's like I always end up like overdoing it. So then I have no idea what's actually like, why do I feel better? I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, don't know. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'll probably start small and just like (laughs) slowly introduce them to my routine. Like I, can, I can see in. you being like an all-in girl. Yeah. And honestly, you might be right. We'll see when they get here. But <laughs> if you guys have tried Symbiotica, Branch Basics, or Clean Skin Club, please let me know if it was like worth my money or not. Because I'm waiting for them to come in other than the Branch Basics. And I'm having buyer's remorse. Mm. I feel a little stupid. Mystery Man is going to be really mad when he finds out I spent a lot of money on yeah. one-use hand towels. Honestly, for your face. Michael's been getting on me about my shopping. shopping and my expenses lately too. And he's like, listen, it's your money. But he was like, you work so hard to spend it on ridiculous things. And, and I what are you buying? Just clothes. Oh, clothes. Like so, But like clothes 
expensive makeup, skincare. I also like travel. Anything, anything. Okay. I don't even know. I just I spend the only money thing like that's a crazy like crazy person valid to be like okay, you could chill on is like the clothes. But like expensive skincare, that's an investment. He'll thank you when yeah, you're he 50. Understand. He's like, girls spend all this money not, on makeup and like yeah. we don't even like it. I'm like, that's what you think. But you do. Like, yeah. it's not pretend. Travel, like. we only live once. Yeah, I'd rather spend my is, money on an experience. And honestly, the travel is like, I think that is the thing that I like wouldn't give up. And yeah. honestly, like, I probably spend way more money on clothes than I do on travel, to, to be honest. So I'm trying to ha- like cut back. He's like trying to teach me how to budget. Oh, like, you know, a 10% budget. of your like paycheck should go to X and 30% should go to Y. And he like, oh, this past weekend, we went to the Bank of America. Oh, he told me that you guys were getting rid of your card. Because I wanted to switch banks. And because I've had the same like little bank since college. And I used to like withdraw so much money from my savings into my checking because I didn't know like how to live back then. And they literally told me they didn't <laughs> trust me with the savings account. So I have like one checking account and it's like super sketchy. So Michael made an appointment at the bank on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We were a Thank legit God. bank couple. Like I wore like a headband because I was like, what do I wear to the Wait, bank? what do you mean the headband? Like an athletic headband? No, I wore like a nice like, like Blair a Waldorf girl. Yeah. <laughs> headband because I'm like, do I have to look a certain way for an appointment? At no. The- I didn't know you made appointments if- at the bank. We were there for two hours. Wait, And why? he's like talking to them about like setting up this and setting up that. And how would she like, she should access her money this way. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I've been at the bank for two hours. Like, is that normal? I don't know. I don't know. And now I keep getting emails from the bank and like, <laughs> I've been ghosting them. and I don't know what to do. Well, I'm really glad you switched banks because guys, if you, okay, not that you used your debit card very often, but like every time Shannon would, she would just whip out this like neon green. green card and we would just, just be like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Like, it was like a piece of like cardboard. Yeah. It wasn't so It was just like the joke of the friend group. Like, yeah. oh, there's Shannon's debit card. There's, there's your <laughs> debit card. Already. All right. We should we should drive into Dunkin'. We should just drive steamroll. <laughs> okay. Okay. Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith. I feel like every time I open Instagram, I'm just like seeing more information about them and like all of it's completely against my will. You know what I mean? As is most pop culture. I know, but like it's just like she just is like dragging him and it's like every time it's like Will and I actually hate each other. Will and I actually haven't spoken in two years. Like, I'm like, what is going on with this couple? I'm so confused. Well, this time, this time, I feel like she was playing nice. She just released her memoir, memoir called Worthy. Also, is that like normal to release a memoir at this point in your life? Like you still have like probably like a good quarter of your life left. I don't know how old she is. That's a really good point. Like that should be like. Maybe if you're like. Taylor Swift. True. I could see it's like you've accomplished so much that even if you're in your 30s, like you have so much to talk about. I don't know if I feel the same way. I'm Googling her age. She's 52. Okay. Like good for her. Like I guess anyone could. Like who am I to tell you that you don't can't put together a memoir? Uh, I guess. I'm Googling what is a memoir. Like what classifies a historical account or biography written from personal knowledge or special sources. Okay. Okay, so, so it's like a diary. Di- sure, imagine your diary gets exposed um, willingly. Someone um, wouldn't want to read my diary. Like that'd be scary. I would like to. Dark, deep, dark. Um, okay, so she just released her memoir called Worthy, 
And she reveals that Will and Jada have been separated in every way except legally since 2016. I just... I That's don't, seven years of pretending to be married. Well, I guess, like, legally they are, but, like, mentally they're not. So my thing is, like, no one knew this, right? Like, it wasn't, like, an unspoken thing where everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're not together. Because, like, when obviously he punched what's-his-face at the Awards. Oscars. Mm-hmm. Or the Golden Globes or the whatever Whatever award, Academy it whatever was. Whatever Academy <laughs> Awards that was. That was because, like, they were supposed to be married, right? Like, we're still husband and wife. Like, everyone thought that they were still together. Yeah, yep. They did. I just don't understand. Honestly, like, it's Will not Smith like, is a better actor than we know. Well, right? That's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. I just don't get the point, I guess. Like, why pretend you're still together? Like, maybe the For inner this, circle maybe. of Hollywood knew. And maybe they just didn't want to deal with, like, the media backlash. Or, like, they didn't want to deal with people, like, the scandal and stuff. But I can't see the benefit because people in Hollywood not working out is nothing new. Like, this isn't a monumental occurrence. I would say 95% of couples in Hollywood don't work out. So I don't know what's like, what's the point in like just pretending for seven years. That's strange to me. And all of it, I just Googled his children ages 30, 25 and 22. So I guess like seven years ago, the youngest would have, I mean, been in high school. But even then, like kids obviously know they're separated. Do they though? I don't know. I didn't really like, Read that much into it. Didn't say they weren't like living together. Oh, true. They were living in different places. Like their kids. Wait, so you're asking your kids to keep such a large secret? I feel like that's like a big ask. I don't know. I'm very confused. It also could be. I don't know. I mean, like I said, it could be something where like their friends knew, Hollywood knew, but like the general public didn't know, and they maybe just like didn't really talk about it. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting because such. I guess it's normal for celebrities to have multiple houses. Maybe no one thought True. anything of it, but True. that is interesting. It's I also feel like he always speaks like pretty highly of her. He he does. And, That's a thing. And I feel like she's kind of like, yeah, we actually don't live together. Yeah, we're actually not married. So he's like kind of been pretty nice about this. He did release like an official statement. And I'm saying that in air quotes because on Instagram, he posted a video where, like, he, like, sits down on the couch and he's like, all right, like, here's my official statement, like, all dramatically. And then it, like, pans out into, like, this, like, like world view. Like, it's just, like, not a real statement. Like, the whole thing was a joke. Oh. So, like, I feel like he is in high spirits about it. Like, he's probably not that phased. Otherwise, I don't think he would have made a joke about, like, his marriage ending. Yeah, I mean, if they've been able to amicably just, you know, be on cordial terms over the past seven years and he's probably not super phased by it. But it also does make sense when that whole like punching incident happened. Wasn't there like all these things that came out about like they're in an open marriage or... Oh my God, you're right. Right? Like, and like she had like hooked up with other guys or something along that, those lines, I think. Yeah. And okay, that makes sense now because I'm thinking like seven years and you you haven't formed any new relationships like there's no way yeah even if it's like more more casual exactly why they didn't like he didn't seem to be phased when people were like oh your wife has been doing like x y and z like it didn't phase him because they weren't actually together true well I I feel like he kind of pretended to be triggered by it but like wasn't yeah that's a really I don't know I have no idea honestly I think celebrities are weird um, they are okay, weird. Speaking of weird. <laughs> speaking of weird, Pete Davidson has been collecting VHS tapes. Yeah. What a throwback. 
throwback. Do you think he's doing it because he thinks that they're going to eventually hold monetary value? That's exactly why. So he was just on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Kimmel. And he told him that he's bought over the past three years. So this is like a new hobby of his. <laughs> I don't know if you want to call it that, but all unopened vintage VHS tapes, like literally 5,000, 5,000 of them. That's insane. And it's not because he's passionate about VH tapes. It's not because he's passionate about movies. He's strictly doing it for an investment. He was basically saying like in 20 years, imagine how much this is going to be worth. Like, I don't know what's An old school vintage. retro, like yeah. Home Alone movie. <laughs> Honestly. I don't know. It does make sense though, because you look at the comeback of so many things like Pokemon cards, et cetera. So he's probably just trying to think of like a new angle that hasn't been super saturated yet. That's going to end up becoming like holding value one day. Okay, wait. So 2006 was the last VH VHS was made. He said in 2026, it'll be 20 years since the last VHS was made. So 20 years goes by and that's enough time to be able to be like, oh, that was cool. Remember? Like vinyl. So I bought yeah. all the sealed ones that still exist. Um, that's true. Like vinyl. Look, I buy vinyl now because I, I like the way it sounds better. And how much do you think vinyls were worth like 20 years ago? Probably nothing. Yeah. And now they're like 30 bucks a pop. 30, 50. Some of them are like yeah. hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And that's like really rare ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, that's crazy. I mean, he's I kind of a sense. genius. I didn't know about this though, but I don't really watch Jimmy Kimmel. So I feel like this kind of went through the, through the, it just like went through the radar. Yeah. No, slipped through the crats. Slip through the cracks. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, but like I, I knew I knew what you were talking about. You knew what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, like I get it. Okay. Um, okay, on to more like dating news. Gigi Hadid and Bradley Cooper have been what spotted together on more than one occasion. Okay, so this is weird because you know me. Like I'm very, very cynical of any Hollywood couples. I don't know why. I don't know if this is true yet. But like this is my, like this is my Taylor Swift. Like- and and why? Because of Gigi or because of Brad? I just feel like I've always Did we wanted call him Brad. What Did he go by Brad or is it just Bradley? I've always thought of him as Bradley Cooper. Bradley, okay. Like a first name, last name. Like, are we calling Taylor Swift Taylor? You're right. But like Gigi Hadid, I feel like can be Gigi. Gigi, yeah. Because we know like it's Gigi, unique you enough. Know Gigi. I don't know. I just feel like she, like I love her. Like I think she's like super, like I don't know, fun and. Like, I say this, like, as if I know anything about her. She's probably none of these things. But, like, fun, genuine. Like, I get, like, a good vibe from her. And I feel like she went through so much shit with Zayn, her um, baby daddy. Yeah. Oh, I and know. And remember all that stuff that happened? Like, with him getting into the fight with... Um, her mom. With her mom. And they, like, he, like, pushed her. I don't remember the cops were called. It was yeah. crazy. But I feel like then you have Bradley Cooper, who I just think is, like such a eligible bachelor. The thought of them together, I don't know if it's a long-term thing or if it's just like a fun little like fling, but I kind of dig it. Like, I think they're the type of couple that I see and I'm like, that makes sense to me. Really? I don't know why. Like, I feel like Bradley Cooper, who's like obviously so successful. I He was always one of my like celebrity crushes. And then Gigi Hadid, who I just think is like the most fun, cutest, like, I don't know. We got a 20, I like, I not like, that it matters, but it's a 20 year age gap. Is it really? It is. I didn't I just know that. Yeah, okay. she's 28 and he's 48. She's 28. And why did I think yeah. she was like at least in her 30s? And why did I think what? that he was like maybe 40? 
No. Well, I mean, yeah, he's 48. But, yeah, but I no. thought maybe he was like Low just 40s. turned 40. No. Yeah. Like I didn't know he was almost 50. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. I didn't know that. I just think it's it's an interesting couple. I think, I mean, I don't maybe know. Maybe a- there's something about Bradley Cooper that I just don't understand. I mean, his ex is... Um, Tom Brady, I can't, what, Arena? Yeah. Arena. She's dating Tom Brady. Yes. Yeah. That's his ex. Like, yeah. I had, I don't know. I guess I've been living under a rock, but. I mean, if you watch. What is he in? I always confuse so Brad many Pitt things. I mean, Brad. he's in The Hangover. He's like the bad boy. Oh, okay. So he's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So funny. <laughs> he's in Silver Linings, um, Silver Linings Playbook. I didn't he's also one. in, he's in, um, what's that movie about like basically Adderall? Um, Limitless. He's in Limitless. He's the main. Oh wait, he's in the Joker? Did you see that? No. Oh, um, but he's I just like, Googled. The, I feel like when I think of him, like I think Limitless, it's like he takes that drug and it makes him really, really smart and it like allows you to access all your brain. I don't know if I saw that You one. need to watch, that I is know. such a good movie. I remember that came out when we were younger and then when everyone started taking Adderall in high school, they were like, wait, Limitless was legit about Adderall, except it's like actually not, but that was like the vibe that people oh, got Oh, that's really it. interesting. I'll, so good. I'll, I I feel like if you watch that movie, you would like kind of understand the allure of him. Okay. He was also in A Star is Born, which I yes. haven't seen. <gasps> yeah, he is. Is he like a main born. character? Yeah, he's the main character. Okay. Him and Lady Gaga. Okay. Are well, I don't really see. Oh, I guess he was in. I was gonna say I haven't really seen any activity from him. But this is like classic you. You're just like oh, like Bradley Cooper, just like a like a low level <laughs> actor. He, he was in. How do you like? Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's not my vibe. And then so like something called Mastro. I know. Yeah, those both came out in 2023. So I guess Gigi and Bradley Cooper were spotted like in a. I think at dinner, and. They were with a third person. So everyone was like, is this a date? Are they just like hanging out as friends? Like whatever. But then shortly after that, they were spotted coming back from a weekend getaway at what people think might have been Taylor Swift's mansion in Rhode Island because they were like literally right there, like right where her mansion is. And they were there for the weekend. So I feel like that kind of confirms that there must be at least something going on between them. I feel like in order for Taylor Swift to give up her mansion in Rhode Island like she's not gonna do that for like a hookup oh you think that she was there or she wasn't there or did they went to like see her oh I know she wasn't there Taylor's booked and busy at freaking the Chiefs game oh okay okay I think you think they just went there to like yeah she was like go to my house yeah I don't think she would do that like just for like a random like a random like two people okay no I I think I think they would have to be like kind of invested in each other for her to be like here here are the keys or here's the code (laughs) like have at it I don't know literally did you know when she bought that house like the whole town of Westerly like fell apart and hated her why because they didn't like how much like attention it brought to to their town that's like People who lived on the Upper East Side like always said they hated Gossip Girl because they were like, ugh, it's like all, all this unwanted attention. But part of me is like, did you like secretly like it though? No. I do get it. I, I do don't think the, they did. The Westerly thing, I actually do get because I think having someone of that caliber, it's like you can't leave your house. It's just like, yeah. there's all these people there all the time like waiting to see Taylor Swift. I could see that being annoying. Yeah. Well, they were really mean to her. So I don't love that. But... Oh. That's okay. Like, that's your girl now. That is my girl. That's your girl. Did you know I gave up my 
Taylor Swift tickets because I decided I not my not my concert what? tickets, not not the Switzerland tickets. I bought two tickets to the Eras Tour movie. Yeah, I saw opening that night, and then I last minute decided I was like. Wait, I'm going to go see this live. I don't really want to spoil it for myself. Well, I was actually wondering why you got them in the first place. I don't like, know. Wouldn't it, it was a moment of weakness. experience for you? Yeah. If you saw it live. That's exactly why I didn't go. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, wait, this, no. Like, I mean, granted, I did stream it live on TikTok when she played at Gillette, but it wasn't the best quality and it wasn't the full experience. I just felt like if I went to this concert... I don't know. I just went. That'd be also be your third time going through the experience. Yeah. So I feel like it's better just to like savor it. I think yeah. that's smart. But know. you know what I think though? Like when we talk about, okay, so like Gigi Hadid, Bradley Cooper, like they're at dinner, like they're going to Taylor Swift's mansion. Like they're all hanging out with each other. I'm like, sometimes I wonder, like I think about celebrities and like, do they have the same shit that we have? Like, are they sitting there like shit talking each other? Like, are they like... I don't know, like, wondering, like, oh, is he going to text me back? Like, the way that regular people do? Um, I always I think that. in the moment, I don't know, but definitely the artist, like, will take any chance to put that in a song. And yeah. And use it as content. For yeah, sure. I feel like you have to, like, watch your back in a different way. Like, yeah. I feel like for the rest of us, we're like, okay, is she, like, is this girl trying to bring me down? Is she trying to make me feel insecure? Is she after my boyfriend? But, like... When you look at like celebrities, it's like, oh, is this person using me for like their next song? Yeah. It's just or, like a different Or level. even if like you are in a relationship with someone and you break up, like that person's probably going to write a song about you. And that's just something True. you have to accept going into the relationship. I remember when we were talking about like Kylie and Timothy Chalamet when they first started like allegedly dating. And we were like, is Kylie Jenner, like if she likes a boy, she's sitting there like waiting for him to text her back. Like, that is just such a funny concept to me. Thinking celebrities, like, being normal people. Yeah, but then I'm like, no, they are normal people. And I don't, I'm just like, there, I feel like there's some things that, like, all humans do. And, like, recently I was thinking about it, and I feel like the idea of, like, gossiping. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of this until, like, super recently, how prevalent, like, gossiping, talking shit is, until I became a lot more aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like whether you're like going into a, like a physical workplace every day, if you're on Zoom with people, when you're with your friends on the weekends, when you're with your family, like when you're with your boyfriend, people are constantly like talking about other people. And I don't know what it was. Like, I feel like I didn't even think about this for the longest time. But recently I became like very, very hyper aware of it. And I'm like, how many times throughout the day am I sitting there like talking to a coworker and then all of a sudden the subject turns into talking about someone else or how many times are we with our friends like at dinner and all of a sudden like the subject becomes talking about someone else and I was like wait I don't want to be I don't want to be that person like I don't want to be someone that is constantly like gossiping and like talking shit about other people because I think that's so lame but it's really hard to stop it is I feel like gossiping has created so many bonds yes it's a weird people. like thing. like it's something to like bond it over people together in a weird like sick way it does and I think it can become toxic when if that's the only thing you have in common with someone yeah it's like okay so you're just gonna spend all your time gossiping I just feel like it can become really negative and I do believe like what you put out is what you're gonna get back in return and so true. if someone is comfortable talking shit about someone 
then that means they're going to be comfortable talking shit about you. Yes. And it's not usually a matter of like if, you're not that special. Like they're going to be talking about you too. Yeah. And I feel like I even have friends or like not friends, but I have people in my life that like I feel that way about where I'm like, oh, I I know that you're like, I'm not that special. Like you're probably going to be talking about me next. And I've kind of accepted that. And I think those are the people that you're like a little bit more careful of. But I feel like even beyond that, like I was talking to someone about this the other day. I have this like weird moral code and I've had it since I was young where I'm almost like, if you're one of my people, like I will do anything for you. Like I'm not going to talk badly about you. I'm not going to talk about you when you're not there. Like that's not fair. That's not right. But if you're not one of my people, like I don't care about, like I don't care. Like I don't owe you anything. And that is not right, by the way. Like I'm not saying it is, but I just feel like from a super young age, I just felt that way. I don't know if it's because like growing up, like I was very protective of my younger sister. If anyone ever like bullied her, was mean to her, like I'd step in and I would like try to like fight that person physically. And then, (laughs) you know, with my words and I got into a lot of trouble, like my whole life for doing that. But I can't picture, I can't picture you being that aggressive. I was more just like me, like I say things that were just like so me, like like, you're cutting low with a smile on my face, like just like not a nice, like mean, like I feel like I knew like how to exploit someone's, Oh, I don't know know if I was ever, so this is a weird, like I regret how I treated people like when I was in high school. Oh my God, same. So bad. But again, I think I almost like excused my bad behavior because in my mind, I would bully other bullies. Like if you were like one of those girls that was like coming at people, like tr- being mean to people who couldn't fight back, like exploiting people who are fine, like shy, right? like I'd go after you and I'd be like, yeah, well, like you're the, like your parents probably couldn't even look at you in the morning. Like oh. I would just say <laughs> such okay. like mean things and then I would get like sent to like, you know, the principles or whatever. And I was almost like, well, I'm in the right because I'm just like defending other people and I'm going after like the bullies. But I feel like now looking back, I'm like, everyone has a reason why they are why they are. Like someone who is, you know, being mean to people at school, like they obviously have some other shit going on that's like causing them to do that. Like me getting involved and trying to bring that person down. Like I'm no better than the bully. But I feel like it just kind of created this weird I don't know, like set of these like moral codes that I've had in my head for so many years where I just thought, okay, if you're like someone that I love and that I care about, and you're one of my people, like I will like protect you till like the end of time. But if you're not, then I just, I don't owe you anything. Like if you're someone, if you're a coworker and I don't like you, like I'm not going to put in the effort to be nice to you. If people are talking bad about you, I'm not going to do anything to stop it. Like if you're not someone that like treats my friends nicely, like I don't owe you anything. And I've like just genuinely always believed that. But I feel like I've realized that that's, that's not right either. Like, it's not okay to sit there, like, talking about another person badly when they're not there. And it's also just, like, it's immature and it's boring. But after realizing that, now I'm like, it's how do you stop? Because it's way easier said than done. Yeah. I feel like, I guess my question to you is, like, are there levels to it? Because... Yeah. If I go up to my friend and I'm asking, like, I know she's having issues in her relationship and I'm like asking like, oh, like, did your boyfriend or girlfriend like do X, Y, Z or whatever? Like, how is that? Like, how was last night? Like checking in and like it turns into kind of shit talking about their boyfriend. Like, is that still like toxic gossip or like is there levels where it's like literally just having a conversation, venting and like just supporting your friend? So that's something I'm struggling with. And by the way, like I wouldn't consider myself to be a gossip. 
like at all. I feel um, like we don't really gossip. We don't really Other gossip about pop culture, so <laughs> except for us. about celebrities. <laughs> but um, that I think that's like what you just said kind of hits in the nail on the head because I don't think that I'm one of those people that sits around like looking for opportunities like to shit talk or to gossip. But then when it does pop up, it's almost like, when did this even happen? Mm -hmm. I think the line between like caring about someone or venting and gossiping is like so thin. It's very thin. There are situations in which like the other day, like someone that I really, really love and like care about like did something to upset me, like, and genuinely make me upset. And, like, I wanted to, like, talk to someone about it, like, get it off my chest because I but felt— then does that constantly— I felt hurt. But then I was, like, Shit, I no. didn't end up talking to anyone about it um, because I was, like, I don't want it to be perceived as me gossiping about this person. And then eventually I did talk to Michael. And he was, like, why didn't you tell me this before? Like, if you're this, you know, hurt and, like, upset about something, like, why wouldn't you tell me this? And I was, like, because I would never want to talk badly about this person. And he's, like, well, you're not talking badly. You're just telling me, like, how you feel, like, how it made you feel. And that's, like, a really, like, I feel like difficult line to, like, learn how to master is getting something off my chest or, like, even showing concern for someone. Like, let's say, like, one of our friends, like, they're acting or, like, they seem down or they seem upset or they're going through something. What is the line between us being like, oh, caring? Hey, yeah. like she seems like off, like she seems like she's going through something, versus us being like, oh, like she's she's like a, she's being a little weird. Yeah, like I feel like it has to be the intention, right? Because I don't really right. know how I was to like figure out where that line is. That's fair. No, I think the intention is definitely a huge factor. Like I feel like if you're talking to a friend and you're almost like, you know, when you're like this weird cycle of like talking badly about someone and you're almost like kind of getting excited about like saying the next mean thing like that's usually a sign that you should stop <laughs> yeah because you said it before it's almost like a weird way for people to like have something in common but another thing that I realized is the people that I'm truly the closest with I don't really gossip with like you and I aren't sitting around talking about other people no I just like generally don't care enough to no same and like my closest friends my family, Michael, like my my family, I'm not sitting around like gossiping. What I started to realize is that the people that I probably like are in conversations with that turn into like talking about other people or talking badly in any way about others, it's usually the people that like I don't really have that much in common with. It's like, like a surface level friendship. Right. right. It's like a surface yeah. level friendship. So you're just like grasping at like what do we have in common? Like, oh, like what we have in common is we both don't like Sally. <laughs> and I feel like that's just like such like a way to spot like you and I always talk about, you know, you're like mid to late 20s are really about like identifying like who are the people in my life that I should prioritize. And I feel like if you have a friend and you're like, yeah, I've been friends with this person for the past like three years. But like come to think of it when we hang out, all we do is talk badly about others. And when we don't, it's like awkward. We have nothing else to talk about. Well, that's like a sign that like there's no, there's no real depth to that relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you think that people that do gossip, there's like a common denominator of like either personality or I don't know, an experience that led them to be that way? Like, is it I don't just know. someone who's insecure or is it someone who's just bored? Like, I think that we always say this, right? It's like people who have to like constantly brag about themselves. It usually comes from a place of insecurity. I think people who are constantly gossiping about others and like looking to point out flaws, flaws in others, it either comes from like jealousy or insecurity. Like I think a lot of, it's like a lot of the way that we project things come from places of insecurity. Like I think the times in my life where I've been the most prone to, 
being judgmental of like what a girl is wearing, like what she looks like, how she's talking, like whatever, stupid things like that. It's usually when I'm feeling the worst about myself. Like I feel like if when I feel good about like what I have going on mentally and like I feel like I'm in a good spot with myself, I'm usually less concerned with what other people are doing because I'm feeling good. Like if I'm feeling down, it's like, you can't like face that. So instead it's like, oh, let me just like nitpick other people. At least that's how it's been for me. I don't know if it's the same for you. I feel like me personally, my biggest thing is that I'm just like nosy sometimes. <laughs> you are like a little detective. I'm, I am like. But you just like to know. Like, yeah, I don't think not, you necessarily like to like gossip or shit talk. You're like, yeah. I just kind of want to know the information. Like I'm probably not judging. I just generally want to know. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think I think I am very selective about who I surround myself with and who I spend time with. That's true. So if I'm prying, it's probably because I'm probably unsure about you and trying trying to to like like, suss out if this is like someone you're vibing with. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. I don't know. Uh, But I am nosy, which isn't an attractive trait, I will admit. It's not. It's <laughs> not. I should just mind my business, but it's hard. I mean, it is hard. It's, it's hard. I feel like we've been programmed from a young age. Like, what did we do in middle school? We freaking gossiped because we were all mean little shits going through puberty. I don't yeah, know. That's like <laughs> so true. I just feel like I want to become the type of person where I feel like if you're sitting around and all you can come up with is talking about other people, like that makes you boring. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be so boring that I have nothing else to offer other than other people's lives and like discussing what other people are doing and what they're wearing and you know where they're going. That just makes me feel like, well, clearly I have nothing else going on in my life that I'm so invested in them. So I think the further that I can remove myself like from being a person like that, like that's honestly the goal. And I don't think that I'm there yet at all. Like I think there's like a long way to go, but I think just from like a practical perspective, it's really hard because especially when you're in a group setting and everyone's kind of like sitting around, you're at drinks, you know, with the girls at Venegans and you're all like hanging out and joking around. And then all of a sudden someone like brings someone up and everyone starts like chatting, gossiping, like goofing around. Like, what do you physically do in that situation? Like to not participate? Cause like, that's what I'm kind of wondering. Cause it's so easy. You feel like, Oh, if I, if I add into this conversation, people are going to think I'm funny. People are going to like, like me. It's, it's so like stupid to say, but I feel like that's really what it is. Yeah, I, th- I think you just don't in- engage at that point. If you're trying to stay out of it, they, I don't know, just keep to yourself. Don't say anything. Just stay silent. Stay silent. Use the situation. There you go. Bring up a new topic. So what if someone, okay, bring up a new, I like that. So if someone like turns to you and be like, so Shannon, like, what do you think about Sally? Like, that's, that's messed up, right? You'd be like, um... And then just change. You know, what I've been trying to do lately is like just make general, like general points, but like not talk about the person. So like, oh, like Sally did blah, blah. Like, why Sally? Like, is anyone know. named Sally? Well, we're giving Jessica a break. Okay, we're giving Jessica a break. So if like everyone's like, oh yeah, like Sally did this. She's so selfish. She's so rude. And like, I feel like what I'm trying to do now, I, I'm not always succeeding. But in that moment, I'm sitting there with my drink in my hand going like, yeah, honestly, you know, I feel like people tend to be a little selfish about X. Like, and then maybe even talking about a time in your life where you're like, yeah, like I know that's something I struggled with before. Mm-hmm. And then like, like put it on to like, you. And then like trying to like move on and like talk about something else. 
Yeah. I feel like people can tell when you don't want to talk about something. Oh, and I feel like there's a, a way that you can defuse the situation because also, like, I feel like I wouldn't want to be the person that's like, we really shouldn't be sitting here, like, talking about other people. Yeah, no one, yeah, that's so the I thing. So I feel like that's there's, like, so a way to diffuse the situation parenting. where you're like, yeah, you know what? I mean, that's just crazy, but, like, who knows? Maybe she's going through it anyways and, like, just bring up something else. The other thing, though, is if you do things like that and you're diffusing things in a loving way and then your friends stop wanting to hang out with you... <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. And then your friends stop wanting to hang out with you because you're not gossiping. That is not a friend <laughs> that should be in your life. Like, which it sounds so ridiculous, but it's true. Like, there are people out there that I just know for a fact that if I wasn't shit talking with them, like, they probably wouldn't want to spend time with me or talk to me. And, like, I need to accept that. You have, you sorry, you said you have friends currently like that. Like, or, like, not friends, but, like, probably acquaintances that I really don't think that if I didn't participate and I'm really working on, like, not participating, like, I'm not usually the aggressor but mm -hmm. I'm usually the one to like maybe laugh or like maybe make a little joke myself I feel like if I just stopped I really don't think that they would want to to continue like hanging out with me. well yeah because people want to feel validated and if yeah, not getting that validation they want, from you they're gonna be like oh okay like, like I want someone that makes me feel like good and doing this so yeah. I'm gonna find someone else yeah but no I think I think it is interesting I think just like stopping diffusing the situation is is good. I also think that there is such a power in silence. And um, we're going to actually dive into this a little bit more in the next episode because there's just like so much that we have to say on the subject. I know I went from being someone that thought that, you know, why say two words when 20 million will do? And I still, <laughs> I still um, struggle with that. Hence why I have a podcast. But I think that like in your life, you learn the, the true power that comes from like being silent in certain situations. So we'll dive into that a little bit more next week, but that is all we had for you baddies this week. If you liked what you heard, smash that subscribe button. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, are you prepping for that? No, it just so, came. To you me. sound like a 2015 like vintage YouTuber. Ooh. You're like, smash that subscribe button for me. Crush uh, it. Smash that subscribe button. Follow us. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple. It would mean the absolute world to it us. It would mean the world to us. Follow us on Instagram. It's Ooh. at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinksafterwork no underscore and then join our private Facebook group it's for girls only baddies only if you just moved to Boston just moved to Massachusetts you don't know a thing don't know where to go don't have any friends oh, we've got you so wow. join <laughs> don't have any friends don't know anyone don't care about anything then join our private Facebook group yeah we'll be here it. for you we're here for you um, alright well we love you baddies thank you for being patient and bearing with us we promise that we're just getting our boat legs I feel like this episode boat legs like, so different I, I can't feel like stop. a deer in headlights I feel like people are looking people keep waving at us outside the studio and like I don't know how to react I but honestly have not been looking I've we been are just going to master this it is going to be awesome and we can't wait for this next era of drinks after work so love you guys bye bye